Alrighty, students of the Reject Nation, moving right along into Season 1, Episode 2 of Gen V. First day is the title of this one. As always, Koi, Greg, myself, giving our immediate thoughts as the episode is ending. And hey, if you want to join us for the actual viewing experience, you can check out the reaction highlights over on YouTube.com slash The Real Rejects. You can check out the full-length watch-along. You'll sync up with your own copy. That's available over at Patreon.com slash Real Rejects. Don't forget to have a look at the RejectNationShop.com store. Grab yourself some swag. Supports the Chanel in the process. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's talk about episode two. Oh, the kids oh, are not all right. No. This is a very good show. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this thing go hard. Yeah, man. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> so soothing. <laughs> so comforting. I'm on both side, guys. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, no. I think um, <laughs> they created them, so they're, they're technically the property. They yeah. own them. Yeah. Um and pressure, you know, creates diamonds. Saying you want to compound that trauma. In this country, you got to embrace capitalism. You got to lean yeah. in. Let's get stronger, yeah. or else you can complain about it, or we can use your complaints to just make more money. Where are those bootstraps you're pulling up from? Come on, I know. Get after it. It's like, like the boys. Great commentary for a show that Amazon gets to greatly profit from, guys. Yeah. Oh, they win because they're like, yeah, they can just punch whoever. So. They're just punching and profit. <laughs> just punch yeah. them. Gonna make fun of this. Did poop? the writers really win the strike? Come uh, on, <laughs> mm-hmm. they fought for what 0.08 percent income. Yeah. Who gets the other 90 percent of profit <laughs> off of us? Seeing this commentary, no. Bezos. That's what I'm talking about. Who's Hub- demonetizing Hub- this Hub- video? B. A big corporation. Yeah. <laughs> One of the biggest, in fact. Yeah. John, what'd you think? I am gripped continually by the series. It's yeah, uh, this fascinating blend of. You know, all the shock and schlock that you're used to from the boys. But, yeah, as you guys have both pointed out, with a greater sense of melancholy being lost in this world and, and being we did point that out. caught yeah, up in, yeah, just these <laughs> systems that feel so much bigger than you. And they're really great at, like, even though the boys also has that in that, you know, you think you're all oh, you're part of the seven, you've made it, you know, you're going to be a big fish in a small pond or whatever, you know, this feels exponentially more, you know, koi pond. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And just, yeah, the, the messiness of the choices I think is really compelling, maddening at times, but in a good way, in a dramatic way. And, uh, and yeah, I, it's hard to watch a show like this in some aspects because you sit here and you endear toward characters and, and it, it's always a sign of something that's working when it breaks your heart, when people, you know, make the wrong choice, go with the selfish option or, you know, cover something up when they should just be vulnerable about it and to watch as, you know, all these predators descend upon these poor kids, you know, who are just trying to do right and find their lot in the world. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite compelled. What did you guys think? Sure, Koi has like a minute of thoughts. Why don't you take it away, Koi, with your... Your brevity. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm known for. Uh, I really love how the characters that have had, like, the least amount of screen time keep pulling me towards them. Uh, Like, the the character played by London Thor, the Jordan Lee, I think the name was. Um, 
I'm so curious whether they become a villain, whether they like find some sort of justice, whether they like get to actualize or not. And I really like that the show is able to juggle like eight leads. And I'm still curious about people that have only had a few minutes of screen time. And I think that's yeah. really great world building because it'd be easy for a show to give you a seven and to give you a certain amount of leads. And the first episode, the, seven. the or, uh, but this one, uh, I, you know, I didn't expect to lose the lead golden boy, literally the golden boy in the first episode. And I really didn't expect this to take so many turns to bolster, not even the, the characters we've had at like tier two, but like the three and four, every time we cut to one of those characters, I'm so curious. And the way it's building out the world isn't just uh, improving on the boys, but it's actually improving on this show in real time. Like the idea of uh, you mentioned, like the origin of someone that would be susceptible to the seven. Like it's building out that world uh, Dude, again. The clever you are the bedrock uh, of so all of our. Clever. It's really. The, I'm just gonna, we're going to point out what Greg <laughs> all, said, all and we're going to pretend it's our ideas, and I'm going to not even extrapolate. I'm just going to repeat it with new words <laughs> because of my brevity. Uh, but what I like, do I think, Greg? <laughs> Greg, when you cleaned up that dead body, no, but I. I I love that uh, it's not or only didn't. It's, <laughs> clearly, but I, I mentioned the first episode. It's kind of like punching at everyone's like worldview, <laughs> and I think that's really important to have a show that satirizes our world from multiple pronged attacks. So the the boys is very good at attacking politically and capitalism, all those things. But this is coming at like parenting and trauma and the way people like abuse therapy and like the way it's doing drug commentary, bulimia commentary, cutting commentary. What it's like to come up in a world that feels so big and this world is actually big so what i love about comic books is they're at an 11 so if you have a morality story it feels larger than life so it actually feels more approachable mm -hmm. the reason i've always loved comic books is i've never identified with religion because i've i personally always considered religion a fiction just my belief but with it's the greatest comic book ever it, jesus is such a superhero for that world but with me seeing it as fiction i've always liked that these morality stories i know are written by people to shape a fiction to improve the world to improve improve our morality to make us better but when you make it so big it feels oddly more approachable because you're like well if they can do this larger than life thing i can do this thing and this show is addressing that side of superhero lore where it's where it's peter parker having to overcome this bully and you know that he's trying to not use his powers and this is these kids you know dealing with bulimia and cutting and these things that so many people deal with and, and trauma and depression and anxiety and wanting to fit in but since it's set in a superhero world it's more approachable than just a cw teen show so whereas the first episode gave me this great world that i was like oh this is a great gap show between the boys and i love these characters i'm impressed this is almost like this is hitting a different target demo a different generation it might bring them into the boys and it gives us i, I joked but like a year of the boys we get 10 weeks of this we get the, you know the other show and the whole time it's not the same audience it's not the same goal it's not yeah. trying to tell the same story and i you know people get sick of me talking about comics but that's why <laughs> i love them is there's so many different versions like when you read the avengers it's different than justice league when you read spider-man it's different than superman or batman because there's so many different ways to tell that story and this is doing the do you like superman or do you like batman with mm -hmm. the boys or do you like gen v and i'm just so impressed it, I, I, I it's great it is a very impressive show it is very very impressive uh they deal with a lot of sensitive issues more sensitive i think than what the boys like like again the boys i think is very is very clever and here this feels more personal because be, it feels more intimate because, like, in, when you look at the boys, you're cutting around in many different characters in many different locations. Where here, this is a, mainly an on-campus uh, experience, uh, a very intimate experience with these guys who are all in the same hub. So I love the ensemble, and 
it really does shine a light on like especially with that influencer moment of when they were exposing the bulimia moment of it Oof. of uh, and, and like how people uh, feign pain <laughs> and mm. um and and exploit others in in a, in a way of uh posturing help yeah you know? that, like, like virtue signaling is a buzzword yes. that's used wrong but that's virtue signaling like yeah. i think it's yeah. great to address that like I, I i haven't read the comments yet on what i said last week but people are like oh coy doesn't like when they punch up but i think it's really important to address people using progressive ideology as a yeah. as a weapon and I think it's important to show like social justice being used negatively because it's pandering for these companies yeah. and for some people. And I love that they it, it just feels a part of the characters. But everyone has a, a new no one t- has like a villainous turn where it's just mustache twirling. <laughs> you know, even with the girl when she was caught on her bullshit, uh, she you know, they do stay with her for a little bit like, oh, damn, I messed up. Yeah. When it's like, whatever, you knew what you were doing. And even uh, Golden Boy, like we got his. Yeah, little- exactly. Yeah, you get that with Golden Boy. My one concern, like I I love the idea because I think they wanted you to kind of think of Starlight. Like what it was, it was something I was saying in the in the first episode mm-hmm. of like, yeah, there are qualities of her that kind of remind you of Starlight. Um, but you could still feel shades of something different. And then here they even make the comment of like, <laughs> here's where she becomes Black Starlight or not. Right. Yeah. And. I guess my one concern is the trope, but it might. But it, but then I'm like, oh, but it could be a commentary on how we've been getting like a like a Wanda, you know, like a villainous yeah. turn like from hero to villain. Like here's how you could really do it in a way. Like I know you, like I really love Wanda and, and Multiverse of Madness, but I do agree with you on the thing you've often complained about is that gap of a transition from WandaVision. To, yeah. And here you get to witness that via the, the traumatic experience. This is a villain origin movie. Of. And, no, and, and I, I mean, think you could draw some solid Scarlet Witch parallels. The red yeah. she was wearing. But the way they take our, who's the who's the transgender character? Jordan, Jordan? Lee. That's uh, Jordan the Lee, the yeah. woman's played by London Thor, who I went to yeah. acting school with. That's but, why I kept accidentally calling her no, London. And the character's called Jordan Lee? Yeah, yeah character's okay. Jordan Lee. So Jordan Lee... And the way they've introduced Jordan Lee and the way they introduced even, um, <laughs> I forget everyone's name. John? Polar- polarity? Polarity? Is it Andre? Yeah, it's Andre, Andre Anders- Anderson. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The way they've introduced Jordan, Jordan and Andre, at even at first you're like, are they going to be the bad guys? Right. Yeah. right. And then as the show's progressing, you're seeing the slip through already within the second episode where Marie is going down a darker path. And Andre, you're like, oh, maybe he's actually the protagonist? Yeah, he sacrificed things, and she's getting more isolated and vengeful. Yeah, and then Jordan is is someone you're like, oh, I don't see Jordan as as villainous at all, actually, when when they kind of um, set them up to be that way in the first episode. So I think the way they play with expectations versus whatever realities are unfolding is really well done. I think the one thing semi working against the show right now, and, and granted, we still got one more episode to go before because they seem pretty intentional whenever they decide to release three. Yeah, I, I know they did that for season two was the first time they did it, and it, and it took. It, it was like, yeah, you need the first three. Yeah. They did that for season three when I didn't feel like they needed it. No, uh, like and season, I think this could have ended here and yeah, just done two. I think what I th- honestly, I think Same. one was fine. Was like just, yeah. you could just yeah. end it on one. Um, but you are introduced. It's a new property. Exactly. So I think there is a justification to do three. Um, so before forming an opinion on it, I 
I'm very casually interested in the mystery of the woods and stuff. I think we've just had such bigger, um, you know, mysteries to unpack via Compound V and mm. other things that we've done where this does feel like the most teen mystery drama thing they are unpacking. <laughs> the boys, Riverdale. The Riverdale. They, they, yeah, they Riverdale, Riverdale Wednesday. You know, there's like, definitely some Wednesday. The, it's, the basement. It's got, it's got <laughs> that quality to it where, yeah, but I like how it's imbued in the character development of it. And, yeah. And it's not some nefarious clandestine thing. It's about his brother being there. It's not right. like, we heard there's bad guys in the basement. Yeah, like, that, yeah. would be, that would be <laughs> very cheesy CW. Instead, it's like, my brother's trapped in the basement so and r- caused my death. Right now, I'm, I'm waiting to see if, if that becomes more compelling, I'd mm. say. Because right now, that's weirdly, I find everything else super interesting. And that's the one part that we keep cutting back to that I'm, I don't find myself itching at what's going on there. Like, yeah, I, I'm hoping I'm, the next episode puts it because I'm at like a seven with the mystery and I'm at like a nine and a half, ten with all the people. Yeah, it's funny. You brought it up and I was like, yeah, I'm so invested in just the characters and and this immediate journey that like, yeah, the, the woods yeah. I'm kind of like is, is at the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like the guy yeah. that was running, it's dead. The guy that it affected is dead. So it's like, I don't really care about it. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I want to stay with these alive people. Well, and you know yeah. that there are things like this lurking and there's going to be some kind of shadowy truth that's being hit like we know that about this world now and brink is like you know with our vaught here but yeah. i love that vaught is the big overarching eagle evil and i think we're going to see those things come into play in the next episode and i honestly think there's going to be like a cliffhanger maybe bigger than this that would be why they did three. Oh yeah you gotta but i yeah. i man i i love that this is going to be weekly because people will be talking about it but i do kind of wish it was just warners yeah, I don't feel like this show's going to pop off right away, but I think like The Boys season one, I think it has an opportunity to really, I think the word of mouth on this is going to be phenomenal. It's so good. And I mean, I know you both were uh, trepidatious and you weren't, you know, weren't I wasn't that it. interested. Yeah, like it was just like, it's fine. And and I was really excited. So I love that it exceeded expectations in two directions where yeah. I, if they just put Homelander on the thumbnails for the trailers, then I, I would have really been watching. Is that not what we're going to do? Uh, yeah, every thumbnail. <laughs> Homelander, Homelander Easter eggs. There were frames of Homelander we could put authentically <laughs> yeah, in true. this. That's Guys, true. we got to be the enemy that we're watching the <laughs> commentary on in order to profit off the I, enemies I, that we, pay for this we, thing while we, we watch it on the enemy's do network. It, you know. It's part of it, you guys. The evil that is YouTube, only extrapolated by the evil that is Amazon that we are consuming and then putting it on for you. Yeah. Capitalism at play here. It's just, it trickles down. The Nancy Reagan joke, maybe my favorite joke in the boys' history. <laughs> there was a Nancy Reagan BJ joke that was the perfect, it was plot-driven, it furthered the narrative, it was exactly my kind of humor, and F Reaganism. I love that. I'm so happy. Whoa, don't bring your wokeness Whoa, to this woke cool. yeah. we, yeah. need to, we need to play middle I, up the aisle. We need to attract middle the middle the everyone. Guys, show. Episode, <laughs> yeah. episode one, I said something slightly anti-left. So this week, I'm coming at Reagan. Yes. <laughs> My hero. I'm going to change it every week. Yeah. Uh, I'll be like Jordan Lee, switching. There you go. You heard me. Yeah. All right. It'll be fun to edit, Greg. <laughs> oh, the, the reviews are just like cut. Yeah. Like no, I, I, I made a note to mute. The, yeah, the, there are a number the, of words. The letter B. <laughs> so, oh really? <laughs> yeah, I make mental notes all the time when we watch things. Uh, alrighty, guys. Actually, oh. I wonder if you'd have to be uncut if you had like dense skin enough that could be on fire. I wonder if he didn't have an option. Golden boy. So you said it was uncut. I wonder if he could be. Alrighty, guys. Let's pack that real quick. Yep. All right. Could well, he be, sir? We're gonna. Um, <laughs> We're going to take a little Chew breather. Did Golden Boy have a bris or not? We might Comment change below. clothes. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, thank you for being here. We'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Mark Leach. Yes. Mark. Oh, you're in for it, Mark. It's time for a chat GP shout out. All right, John. Yes. Let's pick some categories here. Okay. Give me your favorite movie character. Uh, <laughs> or just any movie character. James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. Perfect. All right. Give me your favorite um, beach. Uh, Manhattan. Manhattan Beach. Uh, who's your favorite uh, movie or TV show monster? Um, the Duke, I guess. The Duke. Okay. Uh, give me uh, the <laughs> the a year. 1957 1957 all right give me a um a pronoun uh they all right give me um a, a superlative uh 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 stupidest stupidest give me a uh a superhero weapon um boomerang boomerang okay uh a religion uh, um oh uh how's about scientology scientology okay uh, a type of transportation skateboard skateboard okay and um <laughs> <laughs> an occupation um uh uh a bodybuilder bodybuilder all right sweet <laughs> All right, Mark. All right. Greg's going to enter the magic words. Okay. All right. Um, let me just... Uh, oh, wait. No, I can't do that. I got to retype it. Okay. Oh, you can't double yeah, copy. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel. All right. Where I need to shout out a patron. His name is Mark Leach. Yes. We call our patrons Super, Super Sexy Rejects. rejects. Write me a <laughs> shout out um, in under, let's say, 60 words in the genre. Oh, hey. Spice it up. Yes. In the genre of what? What's going to be a genre? Uh, fantasy. In romance. The, in, the, in, the ro in, in, the, in the genre of a romance, but incorporate <laughs> all of these words. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Here we go. Here we go. Sending sultry thanks to our super sexy reject, Mark Leach. Imagine James Bond skateboarding through 1957 <laughs> Manhattan with a boomerang, en uh, encountering the mysterious Babadook, Mark they say it's the stupidest, <laughs> most enchanting dance of Scientology meets bodybuilder romance ever witnessed. Your support is more thrilling than a spy mission, and for that, our hearts swoon for you. Oh, my God. Oh my no God. human could create something this good. <laughs> the machine understands romance, Mark. <laughs> does i'm touched right now and i feel like we've grown closer together just as a unit you know yeah as a as a polyamorous relationship i think we're all gonna make it and it's all thanks to chat gpt but more so thanks to you mark leach thank you for being here thank you for all of your many months of unrequited love we'll catch you soon catch you soon bud bud bud